Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I am so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in Heaven. I've got a great show for you today. Just recently, I had the opportunity to sit down with author Stacy Carr of the book, I Am, Practical Teachings on Who God Says We Are. And we had this amazing conversation on some foundational truths in our identity. This episode is going to encourage you and solidify who God has created you to be so that you can be bold, confident sharers of the gospel and tell people about this beautiful Savior, Jesus. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services who does all of our financial accounting. Harvest Family Network through which I am licensed and ordained and Life-Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at ChristinaPereira.org. Do you have a loved one special occasion coming up and don't know what to get them? Well, now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name. And you can give them a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To find out more information, just go to christinapereira.org slash podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Plexus Living Free. It's hard to be and do all that God has called us to do. World changers, light of the world, when you don't feel your best. Most of the health issues that we deal with today have the same roots of poor gut health, blood sugar imbalance, and inflammation. But you can address those issues with Plexus plant-based products. You guys, I have to tell you, I have been on the Plexus bandwagon for the last two months, and I'm so thankful. I've noticed some big changes in my body. I have so much more energy than I used to, and I'm sleeping better, and a lot has changed, so I'm really thankful for that. If you're encountering issues with weight gain and blood sugar imbalance and things like that, I would highly recommend you check out the Plexus products, and I'm so thankful. If you click on the link I've provided in the show notes, you can receive 10% off your welcome package and free VIP membership. It's a health assessment quiz. And once you tell them what you need, they'll recommend uh, the right products to fit you best. So thanks so much for being a revealing Jesus listener. 
I've got a great resource for you guys today. I've got an amazing book called Chosen, Appointed for Favor, Destined for Greatness by Michelle McLean Walters. And right now it's on sale through Charisma. This book will help show you how you can live in the fullness of your identity as God's chosen ones. I know this powerful resource is going to equip you guys to help fulfill your God-given destiny. We need each and every one of us declaring the goodness of God in this hour, and I'm so excited to bring this to you guys. And as always, when you when you purchase our resources, you help support Revealing Jesus, and I'm so thankful for that. So without further ado, Let's listen in on my conversation with Stacy Carr. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ. She is an elder in her church, the author of I Am, Practical Teachings on Who God Says We Are. Welcome to the podcast, Stacy Carr. Hey, yes, I'm so excited to be here, um, to be amongst uh, a, such a wonderful woman as yourself. Oh, I feel like we're like hearted, uh, you know, believers just wanting to tell the world about Jesus. Absolutely. You know, I loved reading through your book. I am, you know, people send me lots of books and I love reading through them. I'm so blessed to get to feast on all of Jesus. Right. I feel Mm -hmm. like I have, I feel like I have the best job in the world. Um, but I loved reading through all of these. I am statements. Typically when I get books, I'll read through like, especially passages the Lord highlights to me, but Mm -hmm. I feel like in your book, I feel like I could read through every single one of the chapters, the I am statements and all would be life-giving. And I think this is a phenomenal book. This is so foundationally based on our identity. Um, If you are struggling with your identity and and who amongst us hasn't, right? Um, This is a good book for you to get. Uh, so I've, I've told our listeners a lot about you. Can you maybe share something personal with them just to help them get to know you? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Well, um, uh, first of all, I'm a pastor's kid. Uh, so I was raised in the church. My father, you know, he had us at church all of the time. So I just, I became acquainted. I like to say acquainted with Jesus at an early age. Um, and I, I love people. I've always um, been a people's person, love people, love sports um, of all kinds. Um, and I just always wanted to be a helper. Like even in my uh, secular profession, I am a school counselor. And, you know, I've been doing that for many years now. But I've, I found that it's just so fulfilling when I get to help people, when I get to serve. And so, you know, I just like to let people know that I love God and I love people. I feel like I can just uh, be who God has called me to be to any 
person um, to be accepting and to be loving of people um, because that's, you know, he's just giving me that heart. And so I just, if I want to introduce myself to the world, I'll just say, here's Stacy, mm-hmm. a lover of God's people. <clears throat> I love her. So that's me. Um, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, uh, I'm a writer. But what I love the most is to speak, actually. You know, I am a, a, a speaker. You know, I like, to, I like to think of myself as a preacher who can also write, who can also sing. Um, but yeah, I, I love to, to speak. So it's a little bit about me. <laughs> mm, I love that so much. And I love that you just said you could sing. I was going to ask you to pray, but I might ask you to sing. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Well, you know, because this is revealing Jesus, I do have to ask, how did you meet Jesus? Oh, my goodness. Like I said, you know, I became acquainted with Jesus at a young age, but it wasn't until my senior year in college, right, Mm -hmm. that I actually gave my heart to the Lord and began to have a relationship with him. And when I told people this, they're like, what, you're in college, you know, that's the time that, you know, do this and do that, and, but like I said, it was my senior year in college, and I went to a church service, and I really went to the church service, not for the word, but I went to actually <laughs> um, to hang out with my friends and to see a particular preacher that was coming into town, mm. you know, I had no plans of giving my life to the Lord that day, because like I said, I was in college, And I was, you know, enjoying um, my freedom, if you will. But that particular night, the preacher stood up and he revealed Jesus to me in a way that I had never had it revealed before. And he Mm. made it profound. And he told me that Jesus came to this earth incarnate in a body. And he came because he loved me. And he was the only way, he was the only choice, he was the only remedy to save me from my sins. And I remember hearing that. And the next thing I know, I was at the altar. Mm. And I was telling Jesus, I'm sorry. And thank you for dying for me. Thank you for coming to this earth for me. It just kind of blew my mind in a way that I had never had it before that he actually left his throne and came to this earth to die for my sins, not his own. And so that was the night that I said, I don't care what, I I don't care if I'm in college, I don't care, you know, what we had planned later that night, right then I wanted Jesus. And so Mm. I gave uh, the Lord my life and been running ever since. Amen. I love that so much. You know, when we get drawn by the Holy Spirit, when someone reveals Jesus, when, you know, I I love that about the Bible, the Bible reveals Jesus from Genesis to Revelation, it reveals the beautiful son and this incredible plan that the Godhead had, which was hatched before the foundations of the world. The Bible says that Jesus was slain before the foundations of the world. Before Mm -hmm. Adam and Eve fell, he was slain. Wow. What an incredible. Yeah. When we reveal that to people, that's when the Holy spirit goes to work. And, mm-hmm. and begins to draw people. It's not, it's, it's not the revealing of our sin 
-hmm. you know, it's the revealing of the sun. And I love that. I love Mm -hmm. that. Oh my goodness. That's it. That's what it's all about. And and that's why I love, you know, your ministry and, and what God has called me to do as well. And my husband, you know, we're, we're a tag team, but that's another story. But <laughs> definitely, he's called us to do just that, to reveal Jesus um, in, in, in more ways than one. There's so many ways you can reveal Jesus. But um, yeah, once he's revealed, then, hey, things change. So mm-hmm. he was revealed to me that night of my senior year. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Well, you know, I loved reading through your book. I've already, I've already told our listeners that, but I'm just going to read through some of your titles. And so Stacy takes the I am statements from the Bible and who we are, and she expounds upon them. And so, you know, we all know while we are on the journey of learning what Jesus has done for us. And our freedom comes when we believe that he has already completed it. And we simply believe. So the Bible says that we are the elect of God, the chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We are accepted in the beloved, an heir and a joint heir with Christ, the seed of Abraham, a new creation, a friend of God, anointed of God, the apple of his eye a marvelous work, an ambassador, a mouthpiece, a temple, the redeemed, the righteousness of God in Christ, the salt of the earth, the light of the world, a well-watered garden, a repair of the breach, a defensed city, a lender ahead, and just as Jesus is, so are we in this world. That's who we are. That's who we've been invited into. And um, you know, I thought maybe we could talk about one of your, one of your, I am statements. And the one that stood out to me the most, um, is the repairer of the breach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you know, we, our world is in such turmoil right now, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I love that the Bible says that we are of the ministry of reconciliation mm-hmm. and, and we are to restore, um, to good. And, you know, when God restores, just like when he redeemed us, um, from the fall of that happened in the garden, he restored us to greater than we had in the garden. Isn't that amazing? Yes, he did. And so, yeah. And so God is calling us to restore not to what things formerly were, but greater than they were before. And that's what each of us is tasked with. Can you, can you speak a little bit more about how we are the repairs of the breach in Christ? Absolutely. Um, uh, well, one of the things uh, I like about this book is the way the Lord led me to give definitions of these particular titles. And so when we look at the word repair, it means to restore to good or sound condition after decay. Um, It means to mend, to make amends for. And so God is calling us to be restorers and and we're restoring the breach. So the breach is um, an act of breaking. It is an infraction or violation of a law, right? Mm -hmm. 
is something that has been broken. And so the Lord has called us, we that know him, to repair our, the faith of the lost, to repair the decay of true religion. Um, you know, when man sinned, that created this breach uh, between us and God, um, you know, because God is holy and it is sin that separates us from him. There is a breach in our spirit when we sin. And so it, it, it separates us from God. And so God has called us to repair that. And, and we repair that by telling them how they can be reconciled unto God. Just like you said, um, and there's another chapter in my book that I can go further into when I talk about being an ambassador. Uh, and, and, and as an ambassador, we, we reconcile people unto God. Um, and, and in the chapter, I talk about, you know, Nehemiah and how Nehemiah set out to repair the city of Jerusalem mm -hmm. because he was broken and God called upon him to restore it. And, and so Nehemiah got together, him and his, his friends, and they restored it. Um, it's just like road workers that you see on the road. Um, you know, there is when there's damage in the road, it impedes our journey. We can't get to where we need to go to because there is a breach in the road. And so the road workers are repairing the breaches. And so we liken that to the believer. Uh, the believer repairs the road to Jesus. It repairs the road to the heart of God. And if we do not repair what has been broken, then the loss will remain lost. Mm -hmm. yes. And so God is calling us to stand up and take that rightful place. But I think, you know, sometimes um, we don't, we, we miss that. And, you know, and so uh, the Lord had us to, had me to write down that we need to be reminded that we are a repairer. Your, your role is so important. We are the ones who lead people to Jesus. It's not, um, you know, a sign, but the Bible says that we are the living epistles. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. they're going to see the word of God, many, many of them through our lives, through what we say, through how we live. And so we got to take it very seriously. I will call to repair the road back to God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I love in your book that you talked about Jesus, the ultimate repairer of the breach, stayed focused yes. on his good work throughout the experience of the cross. And, yes. you know, I was just reading the other day and I was feasting on Jesus in the scriptures. And I was just seeing how he, he specifically said, I long to go to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, that I am kept safe until I enter the city of Jerusalem. He knew what he would suffer. And mm -hmm. yet he longed to go to Jerusalem. He longed to repair the breach. He longed to reconnect us back to God. He longed to not just die for us, but die as us and, and, and bring us into a right relationship with the Godhead. Just like I mentioned previously, this plan was hatched by the Godhead long before we fell. Can you yeah. imagine? I just think about Jesus longing to go to the cross, mm -hmm. longing to be crucified, oh to reconcile God. us back to God. Wow. <laughs> he loves us so much. And like you said, 
he longed to endure yeah. this suffering, this pain. He knew exactly what was getting ready to take place. Yeah. Um, he, and the Bible said he came for that. Um, you know, he said, for this purpose, I came. Yeah. Um, like you said, to suffer as us, to take our place. And so every time I think about it, you know, it just gives me goosebumps because I'm thinking, what man is, what type of a man, you know, well, he's fully man, he was fully God, but who in their right minds will come. And when you look at the history of crucifixion, absolutely terrible it was, you know, the Lord led me mm. to a study, you know, some months back. And I really did an in-depth study on crucifixion and you know, the origin of it and, and every step that goes into it. You're talking about, it's a pain that we can't even imagine. We can't even fathom. And Jesus says, I love them so much that I'm willing to take the pain and suffer for them. So I just think of just great love. What great love. The Bible says there is no greater love. Lay down his life for us. And so, yes, um, in the book, I do talk about Jesus being the ultimate and the first repairer, because had it not been for his move, his first move to come to this earth, to, to lay down his life, um, then, then nothing else would be possible. You know, right. then we, we couldn't do it, um, you know, but he actually repaired it. He is the first repairer. He, he is the way the Bible says he's the way, the truth and the life. And so we come behind him as his example. And, and as, as the Bible says, we're co-workers mm -hmm. with, uh, to, to repair uh, the, the way back to God, you know, through the message of the gospel. Absolutely. And our message is always Jesus. Yep. You know, you know, I found that we do street ministry and we do homeless ministry and we do all different kinds of things, but, you know, I found that, you know, God has so created us so beautifully. Um, and he's given us this thing called a conscience. Most of the time people know that they're sinners, you know, yes. rarely will you encounter somebody who's like, yeah, yeah I do everything right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a different conversation, Oh yeah. but we are built with a conscience that, it, you know, the Bible says that we all know that we violated God's internal law, this moral compass, but what they don't know is that somebody else paid the price for them to receive healing, for them to receive forgiveness, for them to receive eternal life. And that's what we need to give them they, most of them know they're sinners, you know, mm -hmm. and it, it, let's just be real. That's just how it is. You know, I'm, I'm not surprised when sinners sin, we can't be surprised by that. That's what they do. They have a sin nature. That's, mm -hmm. that's what they do, you know, <laughs> to be told what Jesus has done so that they can believe so that they can be born again, so that yeah. they can receive a new nature so that they can become a new creation in Christ so that they can transform their mind and begin to think like citizens of heaven and citizens of the kingdom of God and not simply citizens of this world. And, and all of that is a process, but it begins with this is what Jesus has done for you. This is who you are in him. Mm -hmm. And it's so beautiful. I love that we get to feed people Jesus. When I encounter people in the street, I love, I always call it just breaking off a piece of Jesus and handing it to them. 
just handing them some bread. That's what we're hungry for. I love that. Mm, that's right. That's and that's that's what they're hungering for. That that's what they need, and um, and that's what we do as repairs of the reach. Um, and that's the that's where this book is so key because we have to know who he called us to be so that in all those different capacities, we can just simply break off a piece of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the most wonderful thing is under the new covenant, we do this by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the section that you talked about a well-watered garden and we are well supplied through the power of the Holy Spirit. And because of the new covenant, Uh, we have this Holy Spirit within us. And, you know, for those of us who are baptized in the Holy Spirit, we we've been immersed into the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. But every believer who believes now has the presence of the Holy Spirit on the inside of them, Mm -hmm. who is all sufficient, who is supplying us for every good work. And something that uh, you said really stood out to me and I've been really meditating on this the last, uh, I would say last six months is the tree planted by the water that does not see when heat comes because its roots are going down so deep and drawing nourishment from the river of life. Can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. You know, the Bible talks about in the book of Psalms that he shall be like the tree planted by the rivers of water um, and his leaves also shall not wither. But basically the Bible talks about, um, you know, God is the vine and we are the branches. And when we are connected to the vine, um, we are going to receive everything that we need to be productive in this world, to to defeat the enemy. Um, and, And it's talking about us living now and when we leave this world, but we have all sufficiency in Christ when we are connected to him, you know, um, and like you said, the Holy Spirit lives and dwells on the inside of us and it empowers us to do all the good that we need to do. And so that's the beauty of um, saying yes to Jesus, that you get this supernatural wellspring that comes on the inside of you and he and you're going to be taken care of he's going to make sure that you're going to be um, led you're going to have instruction you're going to have direction you're going to have supernatural power uh, to overcome evil to overcome the enemy and that's what we need because as we know this world is seemingly out of control you know the days are evil and and if we don't have a wellspring if we don't have something else to pull from to draw from then we can easily be succumbed to the evil of today and so yes we got to be as a well watered garden right we are connected to the wellspring we are connected to uh the holy spirit and he we're nourished you know we 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 have we're in abundant supply of everything that we need our leaves are green uh you know our the fruit that we produce is abundant and it's lush and it's beautiful to look upon and we're that garden that others can come and pluck off of mm-hmm. so yes. so we we have the Holy Spirit, not just for ourselves, but for those who don't have him. You know, we we are able to be a supplier. Hey, 
here's what I can give you. Here's what I can help you with because I have a wellspring on the inside of me that'll never run dry. So now I can help other people, you know, and, and that's what I love about, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit. That's what I love about this chapter, the well-watered garden. It helps us to understand that we're not just here for ourselves, but we're here to provide that nutrients and to provide that, that revelation and that strength for others who don't have it, they mm-hmm. will one day say yes to receive it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the Lord says in the Bible, he says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And one of the most wonderful ways that we should be tasted and seen is by our fruit, mm-hmm. you know, by our fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And the the most glorious thing, I got good news for everybody. It's not up to you to produce it. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You just, you just yield Jesus. You just bear your fruit. Holy spirit. You just bear your fruit in our lives that others may taste and see, and we may represent you well, God. And you know what? And it doesn't mean you're not going to have bad days. It doesn't mean you're not going to get caught up in a moment and you're, you know, let's be real. Let's be real. We have this, the Bible says that we have this treasure hidden in earthen vessels. We're never going to stop being an earthen vessel, but hallelujah, there's treasure in us. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, That's right. The the treasure is the Holy spirit. And, and, you know, yeah, Jesus never said that every day would be sunny. Um, you know, in fact, he tells us that there are, that we will have many troubles, right? Uh, you know, we'll have tribulations in this world, but he said, take joy for I have overcome the world and, and we have him on the inside of us. And so, you know, we can take heart and we can be at peace and we can rest assured that even when troubles come, even when trials come, we have a wellspring. We have a supernatural power within us to overcome it and come what may we will have the victory. Amen. 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 I couldn't agree with that more. Is there anything burning on your heart, Stacey, that you want to say directly to our listeners? Um, I just think that um, it's so important that we understand that God has called us to be his representatives in the earth. Um, the enemy really has I can have a field day with people, especially the people of God who belong to him, but they don't understand to the full extent all of their roles, all of their assignments, all of their duties in the earth. I said earlier, it's not just about us, um, but through the Holy Spirit, through God living on the inside of us, we can be all these things that he created us to be in the earth. And it's important that we do it right now. You know, Mm. we have to do it right now. And, And like, and for me, you know, that's where I found myself not really understanding to the full extent who he called me to be, uh, which led to the writing of this book, because I was saved. I was a Christian, but yet bound. Mm. And So yes, you can be a Christian and and be bound. Um, You can be bound in your emotions, bound in your mind, bound in your abilities, in your relationships um, when you don't know your God-given identity. Uh, You know, insecurities come in and their enemy can really have a field day with us. 
Um, and so I found myself bound and, you know, bound under just trying to be who I felt like other people wanted me to be. But in John 8, Jesus says that you shall know the truth and it shall make you free. Okay, and we can be free in God, free to be who he's called us to be in this earth. And, and no longer will we be um, bound by the enemy's lies. And, you know, he tries to make us believe that we are not uh, who God called us to be, that we are not the head and that we are not the elect, that we are not a well-watered garden. But he tries to tell us, you know, all these lies to make us live beneath our privilege and we live lives that's not really intended for us. So I just really want the listeners to understand how important it is that they know who God has created them to be so that we can fulfill that in the earth and we can lead people to Jesus. Um, you know, when we don't know who God has called us to be, then how can we lead others to him? Um, um, you know, how how can we live the victorious life that he intended us to live in this earth? You know, if we don't know who we are, sometimes we compromise or, you know, we might mix um, and doing things that he never intended us to do. Um, but if you can get in your heart and in your mind, everything uh, that he died for us to be, uh, then we can really make an impact in this world, you know, and we can start scoring some points for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And I like you know, I think of it as like, you know, a lot of times we Christians, we're always on the defensive end of the court. You know, we're taking blows from the enemy. But when you know the truth of God's word, then we can be on the offensive side of the court and we can start scoring some points for the kingdom of God, you know, and, and we can start winning some souls to Christ and we can start taking uh, the power from the enemy and we can, you know, help the lost be saved. But that only comes when we know the truth. And what is the truth? John 17 and 17, when Jesus was praying to God, when he was praying to the father for his disciples and all those who would come after, he said, thy word is truth. So we have to get the word and, and not just read the word, uh, not just have a head knowledge, but we have to really have an understanding. The Bible says, in all thy getting, get an understanding. Because mm -hmm. like I said, I, I grew up in the church. So I've heard these things, some of these things my whole life, but I was not operating in them. Mm till the Lord revealed the understanding of it. And so we have to have a practical step-by-step -step plan of how to live out who he's called us to be or else we might miss the opportunity to fulfill the call he has on our lives. Oh yeah, we could be, we could be saved and really not operating in all of these capacities, but then, you know, we have to give an account one day right? We have to give an account to God and he's going to ask us, hey, Stacy, did you repair the breach? Uh, did you uh, tell somebody about me? Did you let your light shine? How, how were you the salt of the earth, Stacy? Um, you know, we have to give an account. Did you, what did you lend? What was it that you did to bring somebody to know me? 
And, and I just know from experience that the enemy for a long time, the enemy uh, had me bound to where I could not do that. Yes, I was saved, but I wasn't happy. <laughs> I, I didn't have a sustaining joy. Mm. Uh, I was constantly listening to the lies of the enemy. Um, but once I came into the full understanding, I was able to shut down the enemy's mouth and render him powerless so that I can fully function for the kingdom of God. And so I could just go on and on, but I just, I just really uh, want the listeners to know that it's not just about knowing the titles. Uh, it's not just about being saved, but we've got to make an impact. God mm. is called to turn this world upside down and he needs all of us to do that. And we cannot do it. We cannot function to the full extent if we don't understand every assignment that he created us to complete. Amen. I, I couldn't agree with that more. And, you know, just like how we started this conversation, we were talking about the destiny of Jesus. You know, I mentioned before that Jesus was slain before the foundations of the world. The Bible says that the good works that you and I would do were predestined before the world began. Yes. And I, I just believe that we're coming into a season where the body of Christ is truly going to start operating in her destiny and who God has created each and every one of us to be. And we are not all going to look the same, but we need to honor, we need to respect, we need to lift up each one of us. And uh, I always tell people it's in the lifting of the least of these that we truly rise in glory for him. Mm-hmm. absolutely like I said it takes us all that's right that's right well Stacy, before we go will you pray for our listeners that they can begin that journey if they are bound in not knowing who they are if they're listening to the lives of the enemy would you pray for them that they can start walking that journey out absolutely um I definitely will um and and I just want to if you don't mind I want to sing a little piece of this song as we exit out, just to let them know, you know, and, uh, Andre Crouch sung this song years ago. He said, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today above him there's no other for jesus is the way heavenly father god we just love you today and we thank you for sending your son jesus who is the answer he's the answer for the world today god help us even now, to understand our God-given purpose. Help us, God, to know our identity, what you created us to do, who you created us to be, how you want us to function in this world. Hallelujah. So that the enemy can be defeated. God, there's so many people who are lost and it's now time for us to stand up and fully take our place in this world. You told us to be the light. You told us to be the salt. We are the preservers of the world. We are the preservers of the lives of your people, Lord God. And if they don't know you, 
that they cannot be saved. So help us today, God, to understand our role in telling them about you. And for all of those who are listening even now, who may be struggling, uh, God, in their identity, who might be listening, God, to somebody who's trying to mislead them, who's trying to deceive them. I pray that you rebuke the deceiver even now. And I pray that you would touch their hearts and you would give them a desire to seek the understanding of their role in Christ. Give them a bold spirit. Give them, Heavenly Father, everything that they need to say no to the lies of society society and yes to the truth for you told us to grow in the grace and the knowledge of you so day by day help us God to get in the word and to grow so that we can be who you've called us to be we love you Lord and we thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to be your representative we love you and we thank you that we get to serve you and we get to work with you in this thing called life. And I pray God, even for this ministry, for Christina Pereira and all those who are connected with her, Lord God, that you would continue to establish her, that you would strengthen and make ways and provision for the ministry, for she is sending the people Jesus. So God, I pray that everything that she needs will be provided. I pray that her hands will not get tired and that you would strengthen her vision in her mind to receive what you will have for her to do. God, we love you and we thank you. Receive our prayer. We thank you that you hear us when we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you so much, Stacey. I so appreciate that. And I'm just receiving it all over here for me too. Stacey, it has been such an honor to have you with me here today. Yes, ma'am. It was an honor talking with you. I hope and I pray today's episode has blessed you. I will have links from today's podcast and resources in the show notes on cpnshows.com under Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. You'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, Stacey Carr. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.